We are on to part two of how do I get my two-year-old to talk. Welcome back if you were here last week and welcome if you weren't. Last week we talked about sabotage and how this helps your child have more opportunities for communication. If you haven't listened already, please consider listening to episode four after this one. This week we're talking all things narration. It's deceptively simple and super easy to do. It just takes a little practice and a little preparation ahead of time, which I will help you with in this episode. Hello and welcome to this podcast, The Talking Toddler Coach. I'm your host and coach, Heather Randolph, pediatric speech language pathologist, cheerleader of mamas, wife and business owner. My passion is to empower you, moms, to help their little ones begin to talk or talk more. If you're worried about your child's speech development, confused about what to do, or frustrated by the advice you've been given, or are still on a wait list for speech therapy, you have come to the right place. This is where you'll go from uncertain to calm and confused to confident by learning about speech development and realistic expectations, receiving tips and tricks to help you in your daily life with your kiddos communication using consistent action steps I'll teach you. All right, let's get into it. Last week, we talked about sabotage and included modeling words with or without signs along with the expectant pause. You're invited to go back to episode four for more information if you missed it. This week in part two, we'll be talking about narration. So right now as I'm recording this, it's in the middle of football season and we've had some really good college games lately. One common theme about all sports is there's someone who narrates the athlete's performance. So I want you to think about yourself as a sports commentator when you are with your child. That includes playing, bath time, meal time, all the time. Not that this strategy needs to be done all of the time, but you can use this in all of these different daily activities with your child. Narration encompasses two concepts, self-talk and parallel talk. Self-talk is when you're describing what you're doing, and parallel talk is when you're describing what your child is doing, and you can use these interchangeably. Back in episode three, we talked about the power of your child being exposed to words through reading books to them. Well, narration is another excellent way for your little one to hear language, especially in real time with you and their environment. Narration boosts your child's play skills, language skills, social-emotional skills, and cognitive skills. So why wouldn't you do this? Before I give you some examples of narration, I want to review the scenarios that we used in episode four. We're going to keep these two scenarios each week of this three-part series. Okay, scenario number one. Your toddler starts walking around the kitchen, looking up at the counter in the fridge, and you know that he or she wants a snack. You get your toddler settled into their high chair for snack time. You hand them their favorite toddler-sized plate with the sliced apples for their snack. They eat their snack, you clean their hands, help them down from the high chair, and off they go to play with their toys. All right, and on to scenario number two. You and your little one are playing on the ground. Your little guy or girl grabs at the small bin of blocks with the lid closed with the side clamps, so they're not able to open it. They tug at it and struggle for maybe a second or two. You open the box and dump all of the blocks out on the floor. The two of you start to stack the blocks. All right, let's go back to scenario one. Your toddler is walking around the kitchen. You can say, oh, I think you're hungry. Are you hungry? I think you're looking for some food. I wonder, do you want apples or crackers? Then let's say you give them the choices and your toddler picks out the apple. 
So you set your child up in their high chair and you're slicing the apple on the counter near them so they can see what you're doing as you're slicing the apple. While doing this, you can narrate the following, cut the apple, or say cut each time you push your knife through the apple. You can also say things like, mommy is cutting the apple for you, or mommy is cutting the apple for, and insert your toddler's name. You really can't go wrong with this strategy. Say whatever makes sense to you, keep it to what it is you're doing, what your kiddo is doing, and what it is you both can see at that time. Now bonus here, if you want to incorporate sabotage with this strategy, just give him or her a couple apple slices so that you're also giving some opportunities for communication practice and then follow through with that technique. Please check back to episode four for more information on this. So as your child is eating, you can move into some more narration. At this point, you may want to move from self-talk to parallel talk. So you can say to your child, I see you're eating the apple, is it yummy? Yummy apple, crispy apple, juicy apple, red apple. I think you kind of get the idea here. You really can go into a lot of descriptions of the apple, what you think your child is thinking, about their actions, where the apple is, etc. Or if your kiddo starts making a face because perhaps it's a green apple and it's a bit more sour, you can say things like, oh, it's sour. All of this narration gives your child more vocabulary and understanding of their world. Let's move on to the blocks. So, yep, you can layer in some sabotage here if you'd like as well. This could be for opening the bin and or for your child getting more and more blocks to play with. Again, please check back to episode four to learn more about sabotage. So narration with blocks could look like this. As you and your child stack the blocks, you can say up, up, up. Look how tall that is. Wow, I like your tower. Or if they've created a structure, you can say, I see a house. Is that a house? You can also describe the blocks. So as your kiddo picks up a new block, you can say green block, yellow block, red block, etc. You might also consider saying green block on red block. Or you can say on each time your child puts another block on. Other concepts you can include are out, if they're taking blocks out of the bin, or in, as they're putting them into the bin. Don't be afraid to repeat yourself. For example, let's say your two-year-old is stacking six to seven blocks, which is developmentally appropriate for their age. That gives you five to six opportunities to narrate up or on for each block. It may seem redundant or or excessive to you, but I promise you it's words well spent. I could literally go on and on about all the different ways you can narrate block play, but I want to highlight just one more concept that you can narrate when playing with your child, and that is turn-taking. I'll stick to the tower building option with the blocks. Let your child start out, and then you add a block while saying, my turn. Then give them time to set another block on the tower, and you'll say, your turn. Repeat this for several turns. This will really help their vocabulary as well as turn-taking skills. You can use narration in play and also in daily routines, prepping meals, when eating meals, diaper changes, bath time, outdoor play, running errands, outings at the zoo or the library, etc., etc. Some families find it helpful to post a list of words in each area to have a reminder of words they can use for narration and for modeling. You might find this helpful too. It's also a good visual reminder to use these strategies. We get busy and on autopilot very easily, so having a visual in the area can be quite helpful. 
Last week when we talked about sabotage, we talked about the near inevitability of frustration in your kiddo with that strategy. However, with this week's strategy, there's far less frustration. Let your child lead play and go with what they're doing, remembering to narrate and have fun. And just like last week, consistency is key. Keep it up. This is well worth your time. Plus, it's a great bonding time with your little one. Final note about narration, it is quote unquote successful simply by you doing it. You may not see any changes in your child for the first few or several weeks, but keep going. I promise you this is time well spent with your child. And if you get sick of hearing yourself talk, great, keep going. I always tell my parents to talk until you're sick of hearing yourself and then talk some more. Today's talking tip will be fairly similar to last week's. Think about one activity per day that you can practice narrating. Find a time where you can use both self-talk and parallel talk. It's great to be comfortable with both aspects of narration. Try it out with that activity for two weeks. Layer in some sabotage if you like. When playing, let your child lead and have fun with it. You may find your child trying to imitate the words you say. This is awesome, but what makes this strategy successful is that you use it. There's a couple of links in the show notes where you can go to get more information from other sources. Let me know how things are going with last week's and this week's strategies. Send me an email or use the contact form on my website. Email is hello at randolphspeechtherapy.com and my website is randolphspeechtherapy.com. Both will be listed in the show notes as well. Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to be here today. I know you're busy, and I hope that this time is well spent for you and your child. Have a great day, and I hope you come back for part three next week. Thank you for listening in today. My hope is that this podcast will help you feel a little more calm and confident when it comes to your child's talking. If you have any questions about this episode or want something covered in a future episode, let me know. You can connect with me and find more information at randolphspeechtherapy.com. If you found this podcast worth your time, please rate and leave a written review for the show. This helps other moms find this podcast and get help too. Just a reminder, the content in all of these episodes is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered speech therapy. If you need help finding a speech therapist, reach out. I can help you find one in your area or see if teletherapy is a good option for you. Don't forget today's talking tip and have a great day.